0: Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable.
1: The end of the first quarter can be a time of weather turmoil as spring and winter battle it out. But inside, at Insuremark, it's steady as she goes, with advisors making steady advances. I'm Patrice Socorro with your host, Jeremy Hauser, for a 2023 update and outlook. Uh, Jeremy, this is the first time we're together this year, and congratulations are in order. You are the 2022 Sales Employee of the Year. That's fantastic.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. It was an awesome award back in 2019, uh, 2020, and now 2022. So have uh, it's awesome oh, you got to a hat see. Trick.
1: You got a hat trick right there.
2: I got the hat trick. But obviously, it wasn't just me. It was the team. So I had uh, Felicia on my team, who does all the back office support. She's been with me now. This will be her 10th year. So it's my advisors love her, the team who all my advisors, their people in their back office get along really well with her. So as we grow, it's good to have just good, stable relationships and familiarity, obviously. And then uh, Dave Ray actually on the life insurance team. So life insurance continues to grow with my advisors as well too. Fancy enough in 2021, the one year that I didn't mention that I didn't <laughs> win, Dave actually won on the uh, sales side and then Felicia won on the InsureMark Employee of the Year. So I'm willing to not win that year because the team really shine, which is great.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, then, okay, so that, that's gone though. That's past, that's in the past, 2022, gone. It's mm-hmm. 2023 right now. What's doing now? What's the theme for this year?
2: So the theme for this year, will really to take over from last year, a lot of what was going on, the interest rates constantly being hiked up, a lot of market volatility. Steve on episode, I think 33, was talking about that founder of InsureMark is what went really well in our industry. It's going to continue to move forward for us this year. So right now, I would say still market volatility is working in our favor Interest rates where they're at, our products are very competitive with uh, currently what's offered out there in the marketplace for consumers for little to no risk whatsoever. So that's always uh, good for our industry, for the advisors we work with based off the product that they're recommending. If a client knows that they can't go backwards on the accounts that they work with us with, and then they have the opportunity for upside so that's going well to just have the conversation around protection. So 2023 is really just uh, about protection. A lot of uncertainties from last year. Advisors getting a really strong, compact story around that, keeping it simple at point of sell, you know, telling the customer really what time it is, not how the watch works, because what we do offer in the industry of annuities, it can be very complex to the daily consumer. So you don't want to, you want to make sure that you're not shooting yourself in the foot and getting into the weeds really to make sure that the client doesn't turn off immediately that buyer instinct because you're just talking too much and talking yourself away from even helping them protect their retirement accounts.
1: Well, speaking of the advisors, what similarities are you seeing among those advisors who are doing well?
2: I would say probably the one thing well there's a couple things but the one thing that really stands out to me for the advisors that grew a lot in 2022 who've built that momentum going into 2023 and that are continuing to have a lot of success this year is they really know their numbers on the marketing side so when it comes to them actually putting together A business plan each and every year. And this is actually a really good note because a lot of the audience that listens to this particular podcast might be financial advisors themselves. So one note that my advisors utilize is the 1% rule. And so for the 1% rule is based off of their annuity production in a given year. So just for simple math, if an advisor does, let's call it because obviously numbers are great, but also you want a scalable metric. If an advisor does $5 million of annuity business for a given year, so let's say for the 12-month calendar, they did $5 million of annuity premium, that advisor typically, if they're scaling their business and looking at the success, they might have a marketing budget of about $50,000 for that year in order to get in front of the right amount of prospects And also based off their sales processes to move them through the funnel of prospecting and then converting them to clients, that's generally a rule of thumb of a pretty good advisor in our marketplace is that 1% rule. So them really dialing into that number. So if they want to go to $8 million, $10 million, whatever it may be, they're able to now put a game plan together. And that's where our services here at InsureMark help is. So based off your marketing budget and what your strengths are, this is where we can help you out when it comes to marketing to the consumer or client appreciation events, or maybe branding, or adding to how to become an authority or an influencer in your area. So those that are doing really well this year, they really know their numbers crafting down to that marketing Number, but then going back to what we talked about earlier, it's being able to not just get in front of new people, but also have a compelling story to keep it simple at point of sale to convert a prospect to client. So those advisors that are doing really well can put both of those together to really succeed.
1: You use the word influencer. Talk to me more about that.
2: Uh, an influencer, I would say, is somebody who does a really good job of not just portraying to the individual that they're speaking to of what they're currently doing in the marketplace. And although there's a lot of competition out there that's doing something very similar, the consumer, especially after 2020, Maybe for financial advice, they're no longer just going down the road. And I've mentioned this on numerous podcasts, but the theme seems to be that somebody who's looking at retirement accounts, they might not just drive down two miles and then whoever is in their convenient area, they're going to do business with them. They're now looking at possibly doing virtual appointments with prospects. And although they may have worked 20, 25, 30 years, they're willing to actually now meet people over the internet slash doing more virtual appointments. And they want to make sure that they're working with the best because they put in their sweat equity over the last couple of decades of their actual building up this wealth to where maybe the person who's locally there has been right for them to build up this great nest egg for retirement. But they may not have the right tools necessarily to help them out When it comes to the decumulation phase of retirement and looking to actually retire, protection, protecting some assets, not outrunning your money, having conversations about taxes, Roth conversions. So maybe the person they're currently working with might not be the right person for them here moving forward the next 25 years in retirement. So for a lot of those consumers or advisors that have started to really dive into branding themselves online, Maybe they're on TV, possibly doing radio shows. They have a book. This helps build their brand to where they have a national presence. So the marketplace no longer is just right in your current demographic. Don't get me wrong. A lot of advisors still do that, which is and it's working really well. But for the advisor that wants to be around for the next 10, 15, 20 years, and the amount of wealth that's going to be changing hands to the Gen X, the millennials here over the next 20 years... You've got to have some form of virtual presence because that's really where the puck's going. And a lot of Gen Xers and people that are in my generation, the millennials, quite frankly, they're so comfortable doing these type of virtual appointments where you got to make sure that you're there to have success for the future as well, too.
1: And your advisors are doing this.
2: And they are. So a lot of them are getting very comfortable getting licensed in multiple states. They're... Realizing that even though the town, Roger, one of the uh, advisors I've had on this, on I think one or two episodes now of advisor mentorship, he has roughly 2,300 people of his population. So although Roger's been doing this for over 20 years now and in his very small population, even Roger's considering looking at places where maybe he branches outside of his uh, current town into a larger state of Tennessee, or maybe looks at other states. And uh, also, I mean, several, I could rattle off a lot of advisors that are now starting to really hone in on, okay, so if I'm going to market myself, reach out to more prospects in different areas, what's going to be needed to, in order for me to stand out from Joe Smith, who's maybe two states over who might be doing something similar. So that's where having the influencer, the authority helps out to where you can send them a personal book that you've put together or sending them a welcome kit, sending them to podcast episodes, because that's what the consumer wants to know is it's great what we have with our one-on-one time, but really what else can you offer me as a consumer? Because I might not ever meet you. So I, I love to get to know more. What's the client experience going to be like with you? And so that's where as an authority, as an influencer, our advisors that are doing really, really well have a really strong brand. And that's where our company helps with that, with those processes.
1: Brand, that's what it's all about. That's the key word. And with that in mind, you were talking about safety. How the last year or two, It's been really kind of rough. You need a brand that you trust where there's some safety. Talk to Mm -hmm. me about that.
2: So branding, obviously. So safety, a lot more to do with the products that we're offering. So the story that our advisors, and actually I'll, I'll share one with you. So... When it comes to safety and protection, a lot of advisors and what we find now here over the last couple of years, customers really move more on the emotional side as opposed to, I mean, if if their accounts are going down, if it's really about their money, they just move to another advisor, no questions asked, and it wouldn't be a whole drawn out process So what we find is a lot of customers who have these relationships for decades or maybe in the last five years, they might not move as fastly as another consumer. If you're just going at them talking about their money and what's going on in their money accounts and so forth, you got to get more emotional with that particular prospect. And that's where on the emotional side, one of the things my advisors have started positioning more is... Going back to their goals. So, going back to their lifestyle, not necessarily their money, but let's say Mrs. Jane, who's 67 years old, she's been with an advisor for the last, let's say, 20 years. Well, over the last 10 years, although her account continues to go up, maybe there's been some bad years like last year where all of a sudden that account dropped 10, 15, 20%. And Jane's a little uneasy. And so, something that our advisors position is when we're having a conversation with them, is when it comes back to their account and what their goals are, although they're looking to retire for the next 25 years of their retirement, what are those goals? Are you looking to see your grandkids? Are you looking to fund some type of lifestyle yourself? Go on vacations. What does that look like in your vision? So those individuals might write down their goals, get more of the emotional side, learn more about who their kids are as a prospect, who their grandkids are, get the names of those individuals. And it's simple. So if you want any recommendations from us, we would just ask that particular prospect in order for these goals to align in your lifestyle and currently what you're set up. If you have any red flags or if our team notices any red flags when looking at your portfolio, is that something you want us to bring up to you on our next appointment? So very simply, I mean, what would Patrice probably say if somebody says, if you see any red flags in order that's going to hinder you from living the lifestyle you want over the next 25 years, would you like to know that? Oh yeah,
1: I want to know. Yeah, definitely.
2: So, so knowing that and then taking it a step further. So on these appointments that our advisors are having, it goes back to, well, based off the red flags that our team has noticed in your current retirement accounts, We've also noticed that your portfolio is going to determine, based off of where your assets are allocated, your portfolio is really going to drive your lifestyle. So if we do have another 2022, when the market goes back another 15%, another 30%, in 08, it dropped at 1.40%. So based off of where you're currently aligned with this advisor that you've had for over the last 20 years... Maybe there's something that we want to look at that'll help you out to where I don't want necessarily, and maybe Patrice doesn't want it either. She doesn't want her portfolio determining her lifestyle. She wants what she really needs is her herself to have the control. She wants the control of her portfolio. And how can she get control of her portfolio to now know over the next twenty five years of her retirement? That's going to be where she really wants to be. And there's solutions to that. So, going back to the theme of 2023, it's getting the consumer to realize that it might not be so much about what you make. It's about what you keep in retirement in order to make sure, over the next, in this example, 25 years of retirement, that you can take back control. And there's ways to do that. You don't have to continue to just kick the can down the road and it's just a paper loss it's just a paper gain there's there's actual opportunity right now to capitalize on what the market has done over the last 10 years to make sure you don't have to go back and recoup a lot of what was maybe lost last year and in, in the future
1: all right we've come to the question that you were teasing me earlier i don't know what 21 card trick is <laughs> what is this
2: So, so 21 card trick and do not YouTube it. Don't Google it. Don't do all of that. It's, it's, it's a very simple card trick. That is something that I've actually done for a a lot of years now. Once, obviously, if something happens in front of you, you think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. So then when you show somebody else a trick and then their mind's blown, you're like, ah, okay. they obviously want it. They obviously want to know what it is. So, and really what 21 card trick is and fascinating enough. So a couple weeks ago, I was with one of uh, one of my advisors. We were out in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. And one of these nights, I actually did the 21 card trick with him because he kept asking me. He kept saying, hey, um, he's like, I'm just so confused on what I should do here for how I'm getting in front of really good qualified prospects. I'm getting them right to the point of possibly wanting them to do business with us but I'm just not getting that commitment. I'm missing something. What am I missing? And so I brought out the cards and I actually showed him the 21 card trick trick. And basically all it is, is just getting the consumer to realize that they just have their own, don't build hurdles for them. They just have to get out of their own way. And it just becomes more of a yes, a yes. So when doing the card trick, once someone does it, and I'll, I'll Actually, you know what, Patrice, I'll do it for you eventually. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you. But basically, when it comes down to the customer actually just getting out of their own way, they're picking their cards. So I'll lay it out real quick. You have four rows and all you would know is, or sorry, you have three rows and all you have are three columns. And so out of those three columns, seven cards in each column, the person that you're doing the trick with they have one card that they need to follow the whole time. So they would just tell you which column that those cards are actually in. And so, so for instance, let's say like the ace of spades was in the second column itself. So all the person who's doing the trick would have to do is they would just tell Patrice, all right, it's in the second column. So you never tell them the card, or you never tell them what card it is. You just tell them what column it's in. And so after you take those cards you do the same thing. You divide them back up into three columns. You do it four times. And then out of those 21 cards, you place them in packs of four, 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 and five. And so as the consumer, so Patrice who's doing the trick. You already know the ace of spades or whatever I said in the example, what they, I said.
1: Yeah. It, oh, okay. what
2: said. <laughs> so the ace of spades is the card that you know of, but me, I actually know where that card is. So for you, you're going to tell me which row or which columns or which uh, blocks of cards you want to take or remove, mm-hmm. and so you're telling me which ones you want to be removed and taken away or kept, and then by the end of it, the only card that's left is going to be your card.
1: Okay, I want to see this,
2: and I and basically what happened is, and just like the advisor. So his mind's blown after that. He's like, how in the world did you do that? And I just said, well, I'm just getting you out of your own way. It's sales. All sales is, is just getting the consumer to say yes. And you're just basically telling me where your card is. So I'm just trying to steer you to the solution, which same thing with our products, same thing with what we do. It's literally, we want to help that consumer protect and we want to get the media bias all the bad news, the different people that might not be able to offer the services that some of our advisors offer. You got to get that negativity out of there and get the consumer to just think on the emotional side is, look, I don't want to take a step backwards in my retirement. So what is out there right now that I can get a decent return or some type of return at all, I just don't want to go backwards. Or I just don't want to outlive my money for the rest of my life. And just keeping it that simple With a consumer and not getting way into the weeds, you just got to remove the hurdles. And that's what 21 card tricks, I didn't think I was going to actually go over the whole thing, but that's what 21 card tricks.
1: I'm going to go get a deck of cards after this, of course, and try (laughs) this.
2: Well, no, no, don't try this at home, but make sure, <laughs> Hey, I want to make sure I do it for you or okay. or so forth. And earlier, so earlier this week, and I'm sure I did this once or twice with some of the guys uh, and girls here that were actually at our founders club. It really is because we had, we had a magic show on that Sunday. So a guy was walking around, he was doing, he was doing his magic trick whenever the advisors flew in for our founders club. And so I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to bring my cards. I'm going to provide my own magic. So I'm sure a couple of guys got some good, good tricks out of it.
1: Now you mentioned Founders Club just then, and you've had a couple of episodes about it. Tell me what's going on there.
2: Founders. So Founders Club, um, if, if you want to know more about the founder himself, so he was episode 33 uh, of Advisor Mentorship Podcast. And that's something Steve put together here at InsureMark. So we've been around for 39 years and this is going to be a yearly event that we've done we actually held our first inaugural founders club experience this week it was actually sunday through tuesday so we just finalized everything with that uh, we had over 40 something advisors that flew in all across the country to Houston texas we went to the rodeo i'll probably I'll give a little more insight on the next episode. Hopefully, I'll have a guest or two on and we'll talk more about what that experience was, but really it came back to an experience. I mean, it's it's not traditionally what we do with our like family reunion where you get to bring your spouse or your family to or maybe even your coworkers to family reunion. This was more of a business meeting. So the amount of information that these advisors entailed things that's going to grow their revenue for 2023. You cannot put a price on how much value was there. These advisors do have some different type of perks within InsureMark that's going to be nice because now that they're part of Founders Club, we want to make sure that that core group each and every year qualify for it. And looking forward to next year's event for for Founders Club. Everybody's aware where new destination is. I'll probably roll it out on our next episode, but. But yeah, so it was a great experience, and then it was around the rodeo. So, and, and you it's, tell me
1: this rodeo is not like a typical rodeo. This is a rodeo.
2: <laughs> you want to do that one again? I want to hear that no, rodeo. No, I don't. that
1: hurt. That hurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. And actually, I've talked to a couple of my advisors, and you know, everybody seems to see Yellowstone, and they saw one of the most recent episodes was a rodeo out in Montana where it was like fifty-five people. And it's not that it's like the Houston rodeo. The livestock rodeo is like a well-known it's a global event that people all across the world fly into it's three weeks long here in Houston. It's our biggest event that we do annually. Uh, we're going to have 70, we had, I think 75,000 people at the concert we did on Monday. So when all the advisors joined us, we went to a Jason Aldean concert. So it was good music it's not just the, you know the hardcore Radio. band down the road at your local dive. It's it's professionals that are doing concerts. But there's a carnival. It's it's a great great experience. I think the advisors they're going to rave about it. Uh, they had a good time. We all had a good time. It was pretty exhausting, but we'll uh, yeah we'll talk about it a little bit more on probably the next episode.
1: Well, how can all those advisors out there getting really jealous that they didn't get to go to this meeting? Uh, how can they reach you?
2: They can reach us at advisormentorship.com, or they can feel free to call in, ask for anybody on the team. So myself or even Elliot here. So 713-973-7575. And then they can learn more about InsureMark, what we have to offer on that advisor mentorship website. There's a lot of videos that some of my advisors' future or previous podcast episodes are on. So if you want to learn more about what we're doing for our advisors it's a great place to go to hear some uh, other advisors that are now doing systems processes with us and we actually have a welcome kit that we can send to those people if they want on our
1: website well don't miss any episode of this podcast follow share with others and let jeremy know what you are thinking about thanks for being with us
0: thank you for listening to the insure mark advisor mentorship podcast with vice president jeremy hauser click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with jeremy on linkedin to stay up to date if you would like to request our introduction kit feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more the information covered and in posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. mark the content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only thank you for listening to the insure mark The Advisor Mentorship Podcast with InsureMark Vice President Jeremy Hauser.